0: Hi guys, and welcome back to the Business Mentality Podcast. It's your host here, Fabian Sellers, and we've got Dan on the other side. And we've got a very, very special guest today, Brandon Baum, I believe it is, Brand.
1: Yes, yeah. Bound Baum, whatever you want to call me.
0: Yeah, and so Brandon uh, has got 3 million followers across all platforms, and he's also the producer for Woody and Biny, and uh, they've got about 20 million followers across all platforms and have managed to accumulate 3 billion views since they started the channel. But yeah, today we're here with Brandon. How are you doing, Brandon?
1: I'm very well. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Uh, super exciting. This is actually my first uh, podcast, so thank you for having me on, guys.
0: Oh, right. That's very cool.
1: Nice, man.
2: Yeah, very uh, happy
0: I, to have you over here.
1: I would say, though, I am a um, a Clubhouse fanatic, though. So mm-hmm. as far as like the whole audio experience goes, I'm in love with it
2: yeah i mean that's yeah. how you and i got to talk to each other really yeah max, exactly max pinned me to a group and then like you were there and i was like oh shit this is this is brandon i've seen your stuff on instagram before and then i thought oh, yeah. it'd be sick to have him on a podcast why not get to know yeah. him a bit more chat how,
0: that's how that's really interesting
2: today,
1: oh yeah i'm I'm super good you know uh keeping up with the lockdown work lifestyle uh working from home but i guess this whole lockdown this whole lockdown world's actually been like a huge blessing for me. And uh, as much Mm -hmm. as, you know, it is hard and we are all stuck in our our shoe boxes of our offices that are are all our bedrooms and whatnot. It has been an incredible opportunity for people like myself, creators to, uh, you know, use this, this, this sudden influx of just so many people on social media to be able to use it to, you know, uh, create loads of content and off the back of that, because everyone's not going out at the moment, everyone's on their phones, you know, views are going up, um, sponsorships going up and everything's just going towards the social media direction. Um, So yeah, everything's all good. Everything's popping off and nice and healthy in the social media game.
0: Brandon, so uh, yeah, we just want to, you know, like go through your story a little bit and then like, ask you a few questions. And so, yeah. So what, what originally got you into filmmaking at the start?
1: So the, the little story I like to tell people is I have the, the coordination of a brick. Uh, there is nothing there whatsoever. Um, it didn't matter what the sport was. You could always guarantee I was the last picked on the team. Uh, whereas funny enough, my brother was the complete opposite to me. He was first picked on every team, didn't matter the sport. Uh, he could pick it up instantly, and he was the best at it in in every class. So playing sports was never really like my go-to, whereas when you're growing up and you know you're between the ages of like like ten and fifteen, it's all everyone does. you know you you meet at the park and you have a kick around or um, you know you'll you'll play rugby or any of these little sports together so whilst everyone was off doing that i sort of stayed inside uh, teaching myself softwares um so at the age of like 11 12 before you really know English properly and you know these really basic things I was starting to learn proper softwares um wow. and because I was at such a young age, I didn't really think about it and I never really struggled with it. And it just sort of came quite easily and quite quickly to me. And throughout the years, I just carried on developing um, this skill. And, you know, I I did my 10,000 hours and I'm still doing my 10,000 hours uh, to become the expert in the field. And it's just taken me onto this journey of now being able to sort of create any sort of visual effect or or magic video i wanted to back then even like five years ago i was very restricted to the technical side of it so it's what could i actually pull off Uh, whereas right now i'm now very focused on the creative side of it and because i've sort of unlocked that technical side uh, i can put all of my energy into thinking okay what in the entire world can i create you know i no longer have this technical barrier of yes i can do that no i can't do that it's i've unlocked it what do i now want to go on with my creativity to be able to do and to be able to build
0: your limit is like your imagination exactly exactly
1: which is super exciting because it means it as a creator i can bounce off the back of trends or i can bounce on the on the back of what i've seen has done well elsewhere
2: Um, and it means i'm not restricted by just what i can do
0: sounds great mate yeah dan what are your thoughts on, on that
2: yeah no i mean that sounds amazing i mean i I kind of relate in a way i uh I am sporty I used to be quite sporty, but at the same time I was really intrigued by software and like filmmaking especially i've I've been into filmmaking maybe since I was thirteen, not as young as you, but definitely into it i'm I'm definitely into photography and stuff like that and um this lockdown I have been creating as much as I could when it comes to like limiting with budget and limiting with like because Co- I'm, I'm, I'm in college, so I've still got to do college work and stuff like that. But when I do have a moment, I like to create. When I have a moment, I create this podcast. And just, I, I do relate in a way to that. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah,
1: filmmaking is a... Um... It's almost like an extension to you as a person. Uh, once you become a filmmaker and you bracket yourself within that world, I feel like it changes your perspective on the entire world around you constantly. Yeah. Uh, I'm constantly thinking of composition when I'm outside walking around. Uh, I'm constantly thinking of narratives and my my life and my world is filmmaking. Uh, it's not just like a hobby or a passion or a job. It is It is our lives as a filmmaker.
2: Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, I've got... Like every time i go out as you said like i'm seeing perfect lighting on someone in the stream. like oh, i wish i had my camera I'd take a shot of that oh that'd be sick or like when it comes to videography i see a moment that i think would be memorable for like instagram or for myself or whatever and i think you know yeah i, I yeah i do i do think that's definitely it. it's kind of an extension to your body and your mind couldn't agree more
0: yeah, well, I'm I'm in the lucky position to be Dan's friend because anytime he needs like a model for anything, he needs to you know do a shoot. I'm always there, and then I get those nice recents for the Instagram, and uh, and yeah, get great quality photos. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's what it's all about. It's all about having a fresh feed for the gram.
0: <laughs> yeah, literally. God. So yeah, uh, I just want to ask you a little bit, Brand. You know what? So so you've. Tell us a bit about your TikTok journey just from this year.
1: Mm. So the beginning of last year, 2020, probably the most famous years in all of our lives. Um, yeah. I started the year uh, off in L.A. Um, with Woody and Kleiny. We were shooting our, our vlogs out in L.A. and it was absolutely incredible, you know, being in wow. 25, 30 degree wow. weather every day traveling all over LA up and down um, we were literally living the dream having the time of our lives and we heard about this thing called COVID-19 whilst we're out there and we were all like nah nothing's gonna happen it will be fine um and we left LA and four days later after getting home we were suddenly in this complete lockdown like um, one week to the next it couldn't um, have been a bigger juxtaposition between the two uh, the two spaces we were in uh so we all split up for a bit and um, the first lockdown was very very strict as has this one been as well um but we all made the decision that we had to stop being together we had to stop filming um and we paused creating youtube videos now work for me i call it work but you know the stuff that i create uh, is my dream it's my passion there is nothing that brings me more happiness than creating content um So when we stopped creating content as a group, I sort of sat there and go, okay, well, I can't physically do nothing. Uh, I get too bored too quickly and I need to have that. Um, I need to have something that's mentally, you know, putting me under some sort of pressure or making me feel like I'm fulfilled. uh, I decided to start creating content for my own channels more just for fun than for anything, not thinking that they particularly blow up just so I could test that. Uh, That technical side of my brain again and start creating these cool visual effect videos Uh, So I made a pact myself during lockdown I was going to upload every single day and I wasn't gonna let myself miss a single upload day Um, So I would wake up in the mornings sit there think of an idea some uh, Oh, yeah, seven days a week uh, 18 hour days consistently um So I I would sit there in the mornings, uh, I would wake up and I'd go, okay, what is the idea that I'm gonna do today? And sometimes that would take 10 seconds and sometimes that would take four hours. Uh, It was just how it rolled. Then rush around, get any props I needed, shoot the video uh, and then spend, hopefully on a good night, I would wrap up by everything by like six, 7 p.m. And I'd spend, you know, that 7 p.m. until two in the morning editing that video so I could then post that the next day. Uh, And then I'd wake up and just keep consistently churning that cycle. Uh, And that did incredibly for me. I I hit a a viral video quite early off off the mark. I hit a video that got, I think it was 15 million views, which I was absolutely blown away with. Even today, I'd be over the moon with a video with 15 million views. And I carried on doing this for about two months, two and a half months. until I sort of said to myself, what would happen if I stopped putting myself under the pressure of uploading daily, but put two days worth of energy into posts, and uploaded every other day. So I was still gonna work the same amount of hours. I was going, still gonna push as hard as I could. But if I allowed myself two days to create each piece of content and made that made each piece of content that much better, how would the views, the videos do off the back of that? So I did that instead. Um, and it sort of worked out exactly how I was hoping. Uh, the views were doubling. I was growing twice as fast. Uh, and before I knew it, I was, you know, five, six months down the line uh, with about 150 videos Created within that time period, which even now still blows my mind, uh, and I'd grown to a million followers, which was huge. Wow. Um, and for me, sitting at home doing it all more or less uh, on my own, I had some friends that were helping me film. Uh, I had a couple of friends who were helping me do some edit stuff. But uh, the fact that we were all able to do that more or less separately um, and grow this is is just felt like such an incredible achievement.
0: Wow, that sounds so cool, Brandon. I have to say, um, yeah were you living by yourself at this point or were you with your family
1: i live with my family creating youtube videos and tiktok videos uh wow. and they were a lot of time they were my camera crew uh, with zero knowledge of anything of how to use a camera and i think just teaching them how to hold it and how to click record and how to focus um but it worked and i really enjoyed it and it was a nice experience getting to create videos you know with my family uh, whereas now everything i do uh, i try and i've got the same sort of guys that i use and i've got a little crew uh, but I guess it was nice doing it with my family, you know, my brother filming or my stepdad filming or my mum filming uh, and just every day waking up together and them just helping me shoot some stuff.
0: When when you got to the decision of um, posting every other day instead of daily, um, do you think you'd have been able to, if you had decided to post every other day right from the start, do you think you'd be where you are now? Because... I definitely
1: think I would have had some... Uh, a good chunk of success um something i always say to people when they ask for advice kicking off with their their social media game is at the start focus on quantity pump as much content as you possibly can uh, and just flood your feed once you've built an audience and you've got a following and you've got a community at that point it's probably a good idea depending on your page and depending on your style of content, but to hold back slightly, not put in any less energy or effort, but focusing on making that content even better Uh, go from being just a creator to having a loyal fan base and a loyal group of people that want to follow you. Um, And to do that, I think you need to be looking at taking your content up to the next level.
0: But, but do you think you'd have been able to um, like, put in the same amount of work doing things every other day. If you hadn't gone through that initial process of just like endless hours every day.
1: Oh, so interesting to be honest. I do think I still would have had the same similar success. I think as a creator, I learned so much from those first two months of creating daily. Um, and you know, really crunching on every minute of the day, um, because I was so aware whilst, whilst I was editing in the day or creating content in the day or whatever it was, brainstorming, getting props, that the longer I took doing this task, it just meant the later I was going to bed that night, meaning the less sleep I had for the next morning to start the next day. Um, like I'd, I'd always say to myself, it doesn't matter what time I'm going to bed, I'm waking up at 8 a.m. Uh, whether, I've, whether I've started, the, when I've finished the day at midnight or 3 a.m., I'm still waking up at 8 to start the day again, because if I wake up any later than that, uh, and I'm not filming or thinking of ideas by nine, then I'm very blind on my day. Uh, so I do think I have learned so much from that, those first two months of really, really crunching down. And I don't think I would be the same as a creator and as a, you know, with my producer hat on without it. <laughs> but I do think as far as the views goes and the growth on the page, I think it would be quite similar.
2: Nice. So when uh, it yeah, comes yeah. to like managing your time... I'm guessing throughout this year you've learned really well how to manage every single minute of your day to record, edit, think about ideas, you know, and have your own life, I guess.
1: It's so interesting uh, because it's not just about how long it takes you to do tasks. It's its uh, such a big component in it is how long you think a task is going to take. So something that you're always like, and I'm sure you guys experience this all the time, you're like, oh, that would take 10 minutes and then you're four hours into the task. And because you haven't accounted for that, it's then thrown off everything else that you had planned to do after that. Uh, so going through... This entire process so many times over uh, and being aware of how long each thing takes it means i'm able to par- offload things to other people around me so uh, other editors that i've got that work with me and other graphics people uh, because i'm aware of these things meaning the whole process now runs a lot smoother
0: Well, yeah yeah makes that's, sense. that's it so what, what would be your, like your top three takeaways from from this year, uh, I'm not talking about food here. I'm talking about um...
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, Nando's, McDonald's.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, gotta say this year especially, there's my Deliveroo account has never popped off so much. Just <laughs> lockdown has made me just addicted to Deliveroo, and I, I do think that actually does the full circuit with what we're talking about. The main reason I end up getting so many Deliveroo's is because I think of like okay, would I rather just spend like six pounds on a a tortilla and just have it arrive at my house? Or do I want to spend half an hour, 45 minutes cooking up some food, which is a really extremely bad habit and I do not recommend to anyone. Um, But it is part of the thought process of what goes into my head whilst I'm working. Uh, Let me do a full run around on that and come back to your, the three takeaways of the year. Um, Three things would be consistency as number one, uh, be consistent with your content, if you tell yourself you're gonna upload daily or weekly or twice a day, whatever it is, stick to it. Even less about the algorithm, more just for yourself. Like if you discipline yourself to stay within that uh, that amount of time, I do think you'll take and learn so much from it as a creator. Um, the second one is be less precious about your work. Uh, there is no such thing as perfection. Don't sit there for hours and hours and hours and hours overdoing a piece of content because it hasn't gotten to the level that you want it to. Get it to a place where it's getting the message across that you want to get across and you're still happy and uh, you think the content's in a great place. After that, move on to the next one. Uh, I always try and think about what is more what's more valuable in my time right now. Would it be taking this piece of content from, from 98% to 100% or would it be working on the from zero to 50% of a brand new piece of content? Because uh, the, the later you get in the process the longer everything takes. So from getting to to zero to 50% is quite quick for me, Uh, you know, 50 to 75, slightly longer, but then getting that last little few inches done, you know, that 75 to 100 uh, is where it really sucks up your time. I really do keep telling myself as much as I'd love to sit here and go, oh there's a little pixel over there that doesn't look right or uh, oh that sound effect doesn't look right let me look for 500 more i try and get it to a place where i'm super happy with it i think it's still got viral potential and then focus on making the next brand new piece of content um, and then the third takeaway of the year i think trends are super powerful uh, and i would say that is a big part of how i've gone viral so many times uh, i always sort of Spend. I do try and spend as much time as I can looking on social media. Despite how much time I spend working and creating content, I think it's so so important that you are consuming content as well. So, for example, right now, amigo is a really big trend. Uh, I haven't thought of an idea yet, but my current brainstorms are going. Cool. What what visual effect video can I do around ameagle uh, I created a video the other day where there was a challenge going around called the call you back challenge, where you call people up on Facetime. And as soon as they pick up, you go, oh, can I call you back? And you're like, well, you called my phone. Yeah, uh, I jumped off the back of that trend. And all these little things I find are really, really super helpful for going viral. Like if you know a concept is doing well, jump on the back of it. Uh, and I'm going to give you a fourth takeaway. Doubling down, it sort of feeds onto that third one. But... If you know a piece of content that you've already created has worked, double down on it. And if, it, if that piece of content that you've doubled down on doesn't go as viral, work out why. What is that one element that you left out? Once you've worked out what that thing is, then double down on that and just keep going on it and keep jumping mm. on the back of your own viral success.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, and try to like, so the more you do it, the better the process will get eventually, right? Yeah, exactly. Makes Practice makes Perfect. Right.
2: Wow. Well, that, I mean, great information there, Brandon. Thank you very much for all of that.
0: So what was your sort of relationship with Woody and, and Tiny?
2: Uh, they are my
1: mentors, my inspirations, my heroes, um, my best friends, my family. Uh, they are, uh, they are beyond good to me. They've taught me so much and I feel very fortunate and lucky that I get to work alongside them. Um, they are incredibly talented and creative and I think there is so much value and it's so exciting that I get to be a- around such creative people constantly uh they there's a saying where it's like you are a product of the five people you spend the most time with uh, and I'm super lucky that those five people happen to be uh Woody, Kleiny, Daryl who's the manager, Gabs oh and who's that extra one who's uh <laughs> I'm gonna go Who? my mum uh, th- those I'd say the five people that I spend the most time with um and if, if I take a little chunk out of all of them and that, that is what makes me, then I couldn't be happier.
0: Wow. And, and have you known them like all your life or, or, um, yeah, no, so I've only actually
1: known them. It, feel, it almost feels like I've known them my whole life, but I've only actually known them for about five years now. Um, I used to work at a production company. They came in one day, uh, I was a camera operator at the production company. Um, and they came in one day to do some filming in the studio. Uh sparked up a conversation with them, started chatting for a while, and I was just liked them. Like, if you guys ever need someone to come shoot videos for you for free, like give me a shout. And this was when they had about uh under a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Uh so they were a lot smaller. Uh, but I think let's say for they had you know sixty thousand followers to me at the time that was like huge. I was like, Oh, these guys have sixty thousand followers. Um and it blew my mind. So yeah, I was just desperate for the opportunity to work with them. I also was very aware of the decline in TV at the time, and still is, and the incline in social media. So I saw a TV guy like this, and social media going like this. So I thought, if there's any time to make the jump, it's now, like get on it early, be, be in there at the start. Um, and then yeah, after about a year of working them with them on weekends and after work, you know, I'd work my nine to six at this production company shooting all day. And then as soon as I was done, I would travel, you know, 45 minutes from there to their house uh, wow. and shoot with them from, you know, seven till uh, sometimes like one, two in the morning uh, and then go home and then start at the production company the next oh. day keep doing that and then on weekends we'd be doing the same thing over and over and over again but because we all love the process you know they were doing the exact same things they had a football coaching business at the time you know before social media was paying them full time Uh, so they would do their their coaching from nine to six and then we'd all meet up from seven till you know midnight one two uh, and we'd create content together
2: wow so when it comes to when it comes to money You went from being with a production company, which is obviously a nice contract, I guess you were like happy with money, but then you realized, you know, the decline on film and you wanted to get onto social media. At what moment did you realize, actually, you know, I'm comfortable with the money I'm getting from social media. I can just quit this. To be honest, it never really happened. There was never really a day where I was
1: like, cool, the money is now good enough in social media for me to jump over. Mm. Uh, I am so not money driven. Money doesn't get me excited. If, if I found out I've suddenly got this a big paycheck coming in, I, I don't get that big buzz off of it. What I do get a buzz off is creating really cool, fun, creative content. That's where I get my buzz, that's where I get my energy. Um, and the things that I was able to create in social media was giving me that buzz. whereas the things I was creating for TV adverts wasn't. Yeah, the stuff I was creating on social media, was really exciting to me. You know, I didn't have any producers. I didn't have any directors. I didn't have any people above me restricting me on the content I was creating. It was like, well, this is social media. Here's, this is your game. Do whatever you want. Create the content you want to create. And that's what was giving me the buzz. So I was happy to take the pay cut. I was happy to lose the safe contract on the nice money to go into a field where at the time there was no guarantee of any paycheck make the leap over uh it was by far the best thing i've ever done and i'd never have ever looked back on it even for a second
2: that's brilliant oh, then. Oh, you know uh, as long as your passion is driving you strongly that's much better than a paycheck
1: exactly uh, I, i've got nothing wrong with people who are money driven uh one of my best friends is very money driven i find it so uh Uh, interesting and exciting to watch. Like he'll do a deal and he'll be screaming. He'll, yes. Uh, And I find that so interesting. I love that that's what he gets his dopamine kick from. You know, we all get it from something different. Um, But yeah, I'm very lucky that creating content is what motivates me. It's what is excites me. And I think it is a good thing because, you know, when times are harder and money is more stretched, it doesn't bring me down Uh, and I'm still just you know off living off that buzz of creating whatever I'm creating at the time.
0: Brandon as as we are sort of like a business mentality podcast like we do kind of want to like get get people that want to get into like the industry and stuff and give them like a sort of more or less an idea of what what money they could expect because yeah maybe they do like filmmaking but they might want to get into investing in the future as well so so, for example, when you're like a camera oper- operator, uh, let's say, what what salary could someone expect from? You know, yeah. You I know, say we don't have to get too personal, but yeah, um, yeah. No,
1: I'm I'm more than very open. So, uh, as a camera operator in a TV production company, which is where I was, um, your salary you'd be looking anywhere between. I'm going to give a real range here between yeah. 25 and maybe 35, 40 a year. Uh, As a freelancer, uh, an average day rate for a a camera operator without kit is about 350 pounds. So I guess it depends if you want to go for a contracted route uh, or if you're looking to stay freelance on a day rate.
2: Well, yeah, that's that's pretty good then. I mean, I'm looking to do freelance work as a photographer and videographer for that small businesses who want videos for the, um, you know, websites or for individuals like, you know, you came across um, the guys you came across, which is very lucky, which, you know, you're creating content for them. Uh, you know, that's the sort of sort of stuff I want to do because I'm guessing you consider yourself a freelancer, or Well, I don't know. Maybe I'd probably say business owner. Even better then.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, I own my own company, um Baum Limited. <laughs> um, nice. so yeah. I guess. I, I guess. Yeah. I'd call it a company rather than just a freelancer.
2: There you go. Even better then. But yeah. Well. Yeah. That's that's exactly what I mean. I would like to do start as a freelancer and work myself up as Fabian said, then have enough money to do other stuff like investing or what not exactly
0: brandon well you know we've really enjoyed this time with you uh, i think you've, you've uh, mentioned some really good points and we've loved having you on the podcast but like personally yeah dan if you want to outro this
2: yeah it's been brilliant brandon we we hope you enjoyed coming on here you know your second guest we've had max you know remember max Marlowe? he's been on here then we've got you got the people planned but yeah it was great having you on here honestly brilliant and you guys, if you want to check out this, it'll be on Reels very soon. And obviously, we post every Friday at six PM.
0: Check out uh, Brandon as well, because his his content on TikTok is absolutely sick. And he's on. I can't wait to see what what else he comes up with.
1: <laughs> oh, amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure, and we'll catch up soon.